Well, hello. Yes, it's Saturday evening. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you've had a good Saturday. I've literally just got in from going to a nice little garden centre because I love a garden centre trip and a little dog walk with Lola. And I've gone online when I was sat having my coffee in the garden centre. I went online and bought a dog guard for my car because no matter how many times I put her in the boot of my car, which sounds horrific, but it is a car whereby she can see out the back and all the rest of it. So it's not like she's really enclosed, but she insists on jumping over into the back seat. She clearly doesn't want to sit in the boot on her own, which is understandable because neither would I, but she can't drive. So, you know, that's how it goes. Hope you've had a good day, whatever you're doing. Um, Let me think, what am I doing this evening? As I've said, nothing at all, but I don't even know what to make for dinner. I have no idea what to make for dinner tonight. The diet, which I talk about all the time and really I'm not very good at it, am I? I really need to do something. I'm going to a party in about six weeks, is it? I think it's about six weeks time and I've got a lovely little dress. But at the moment, I'd struggle to get one leg into it, I think. So I need to crack on and slim down a little bit because I've not shifted my Christmas weight. And we're about six weeks, seven weeks after Christmas and... Yeah, things things aren't looking good for me right now, so I must crack on. So I think it's uh, chicken and broccoli every night for the night six weeks. No, I shall, I shall eat more than that, but I didn't have a cake at the garden centre, which is a good thing. I am out for a Sunday lunch tomorrow, so I'm going to try and keep away from the roast potatoes, but they are my favourite. But I should try and keep away from those and any white sauce that might appear on some of the vegetables, because that's really nice as well. And gravy actually isn't particularly slimming either, is it? But I have to have gravy. I have to have some niceties with my roast dinner. I don't know what meat it's going to be. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Tonight, of course, is comedy night. It is time for Steptoe and Sun. It is time to sit back, put your feet up, whatever you are doing, and take a listen. For some people, of course, it's not 6pm GMT. For some people, it's uh, earlier in the day. For some people, it's in the middle of the night. I'm going to do a shout out tonight. I'm going to shout, do a shout out for my friend Dan, who is five or six hours behind us. Uh, so don't put your feet up, Dan. Are you working today? I don't know. Dan drives trucks and delivers things. And he sends me video messages. And I do like my video messages. And Jason, I wanted to do a shout out for Jason as well, because Jason also sends me video messages. And I love video messages. So if you want to send me a video message, please do, because I absolutely love hearing from you. So hi to you pair. Don't forget, you can check out my other social media, uh, Foxy Geek Girl. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube. Last night, I did a live chat. I had quite a few people joining me on my live chat last night saying hello. So if you ever fancy doing that, then uh, why don't you look me up and you can come and join the live chats or you can find me on my favorite hangout area, patreon.com forward slash Foxy After Dark. Anyway, I've teased you by letting you know that we have got some step toe in sun this evening. So let's get on with it. I hear you say. This one was broadcast first on the 24th of July 1966 and it's called The Stepmother. We now present Wilfred Bramble as Albert and Harry H. Corbett as Harold in another episode of Steptoe and Son. And here they are with Joan Newell in The Stepmother. Thank you very much for a 
lovely evening, Mr. Steptoe. That's all right. Uh, Mrs. Marshall? Yes, Mr. Steptoe? Well, um, I, I was just thinking perhaps we could stop calling each other Mr. and Mrs. Uh, my name's Albert. Oh, well, all right. Albert. <laughs> What's your handle? Pardon? Your handle. Your name. Oh, Emma. Emma. Ooh. Emma. That's a nice name. Actually, I knew it was Emma, but I didn't like to call it to you straight out in case you objected, like. Oh, oh, no, no. I suppose we should really get used to the idea. Have you spoken to your son yet? Have you told him? Uh, no, uh, no, no, I haven't. Uh, not yet. I, I will, though. I'll have a word with him. Uh, he'll be all right. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knocked out, he will. Oh, I hope so. Don't worry about him. I can handle him. He'll be all for it. It was a lovely film. Glad you liked it. It didn't hurt your eyes, did it, being so close to the screen? No, no. Oh, no, I enjoyed it. Good. Well, uh, I suppose we'd better say goodnight. Thanks for seeing me home. got to look after you now, haven't I? <laughs> well, uh, we'd better say goodnight. Yes. Goodnight, Albert. Goodnight, Emma. I'll see you again tomorrow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, that'll be nice. Goodnight, then. Goodnight, Albert. Well... Good night, Anne. Good night, Albert. Oh. Oh. Oh, do you think you should have done that? Emma. Oh. Uh, Emma. Uh, uh, yes, Albert. You might as well take these. The peppermint creams. You can finish them up on the way out. Oh, no. Oh, no, you keep them. I know how much you like them. I'll see you tomorrow. In the afternoon, uh, when my son's out. Oh, yes. Well, good night. Don't forget to tell him. I won't. Good night. Just a little love. <laughs> Where the hell have you been? <laughs> I didn't know you were in. What do you mean you didn't know I was in? I've been in for hours. Do you know what time it is? It's half past eight. <laughs> Late as that, is it? Yes, it is. I've been stuck here waiting for my dinner. I've been... I've been... What are you all ponced up for? <laughs> oh, uh, I've been out. Oh, no, you've been out. Where have you been? I come in, use your time, now dinner on, now you. I thought something had happened to you. I've been looking all over the place. I've been out in the yard, turning all the junk over. I thought it might have fallen on you. Well, it hadn't, had it? I was just getting ready to go down of a nick to see if he was in there. Or in the hospital or something. I was going to have the canal dragged. 
<laughs> Why didn't you leave a note or something? I didn't know where you were. You... Where have you been? I've been to the pictures. The where? Pictures. Pictures? Yeah. <coughs> pictures? The, the pictures. Oh, that is good, isn't it? Oh, that is very good. Now dinner, the old man at the pictures. I've been sweating my guts out all day on the cart, starving hungry. And you, with nothing to do all day, you go to the pictures. I don't ask you to do much towards this business. Just get my dinner on of an evening. That is all. That is not too much to ask, is it? Uh, you want some dinner, then? Yes, that is the general idea. I would like some dinner. That's what I got all under my nose for, to shove food down. <laughs> I don't know why I bother. I mean, the horse has eaten. The goldfish has eaten. No doubt you've eaten. But me, Joe Ron's here, me, the one who does all the work, I have to sit here for three hours with me guts twitching. <laughs> I've got some peppermint creams here. I don't want your peppermint creams. Who do you think I am, Lolita? <laughs> Look, I want my dinner. Don't you understand? D-I-N-R. What's the matter with you? Have you gone completely bonkers? Can't you think anymore? What's that supposed to mean? Look, supposing it was me stayed at home and it was you went out doing all the hard work. Supposing it was me who was the delicate one. I'd use my loaf. I'd think to myself, Harold, you're onto a good thing here. You might not like him, but you've got to keep him going, haven't you? Oh, you've got to feed him, make him comfortable, look after him. Otherwise, he might get a bit stroppy and jack it all in. And then where would I be? Yeah, you don't only work for me, you work for yourself as well. Well, I'd do hell of a lot better without you to worry about. Hanging around me neck like a millstone. I could have struck out on my own years ago if I hadn't been lambered with you. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Oh, I am right. Yeah. I realise I've been holding you back all these years. Yeah, well then. Can't be easy for a young lad to have to look after an old man all his life. I suppose I have expected too much from you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't suppose it's been too easy for you, has it? I mean, I wouldn't have been much of a son if I'd have just slung my hook and left you on your own, I suppose. Well, it's just that, well, that's the way things are. I mean, it can't be done, can it? Oh, it ain't in the cards, is it? So there's no point in talking about it. Well, that's just what I'm trying to tell you. Things are going to change. What do you mean? Well, I might as well tell you now. You know where I went tonight? Yeah, to the pictures. Yeah. Well, I went with someone. Good! I always says you ought to find friends of your own age. You're not listening to me. Yes, I am. You went to the pictures with a friend. You had a marvellous time and you forgot about my dinner. <laughs> all right, we've had a row. Now let's forget about it. It's all over. It's not all over. <laughs> That's the whole point. Harold, I'm thinking of getting married again. <laughs> getting married again? <laughs> yeah. I, I, knew you, I knew you'd be pleased. She's a very nice woman. You like her. You're joking, of course. No, I'm not. 
I'm getting married. It's all arranged. I asked her tonight and she said yes. So I'm We're not... getting married. No, I'm sorry, yeah. Dave. Oh, you can't do it. Oh, no. It's out of a question. <laughs> getting married at your age? No, no, I'm sorry. Harold, <laughs> I'm getting married. I, I knew it'd be a bit of a surprise, but I've known her a long time. And oh, I've, oh, I've, oh, I've, that'll be dark, Dave. I'll be your age. I mean, you're 65. What do you want to go and get married for? I mean, people would laugh at you. They'll start talking. I don't care what they do. I I'm getting married and that's all this to it. It's good, isn't it? No dinner for me. Then you come in and tell me you're going to get married. I, I thought you was very pleased. Well, I'm not pleased. Who is this old bag, anyway? Don't call Emma an old bag. Emma? <laughs> She must be an old bag if she's going to marry you. Don't you talk to me like that. Well, what do you expect me to say? Oh, give her a chance. You haven't even met her yet. Well, I don't want to meet her. Gordon Bennett. I mean, she ain't even in the family and she's done me out of her dinner. <laughs> What's she going to be like when she does get in? Look, son. Don't son me. You've been knocking about with some bird all this time behind my back without telling me. Oh, there was nothing to tell you. It didn't get serious until last week. We didn't realise we was in love. Oh, God! Oh, don't make me sick. In love? Do you mind? You're 65. You're talking like a 16-year-old schoolboy. There's no special age for being in love, is there? Well, I find it repulsive. No, I'm sorry, but I think it's disgusting. <laughs> How old is the bird? She's not a bird. She's 55 and she's a widow, like me. 55? Ugh, <laughs> it's horrible. Ooh, ooh. No, no, Dan. Think about it. 55. I'll use your noddle. It's her last chance. She wants someone to look after in her old age. And then, of course, some old nit like you comes along. She's got a claw straight in. She's in love with me. Oh, Dad. Oh, it's not like that at your age. She's got her eye on the main chance, that's all. A bloke like you, bit of money, little business, a pension, on his last legs. <laughs> She's going to cop the lot. Oh, it's a very attractive picture for an old bird. Oh, wake up, Dad, for God's sake, wake up! What money have I got? She's got money of her own. Little sweet shop in the high street, newspapers, tobacco, she's nicely set up. Old birds with money? Oh, that's even worse. Oh, she'll dominate you, Dad. It's no use trying to talk me out of it, Harold. I'm going to marry her. You've made up your mind, then? Yeah, I have. I see. It's all fixed up, then? Yeah, more or less. When is it? A um, couple of weeks. That's a bit quick, ain't it? Well, when you get to our age, you don't want to hang about, do you? Well, I wouldn't know, I'm sure. We'll be retiring. We're going to move down to Cornwall, get a nice little cottage, finish me days off down there. Just the two of us. Yeah. That'll be very nice for you. Of course, it might be immediately. These things take time. There'll be a few months for you to sort of look around. Yeah. Yeah. Look around for what? Oh, 
Somewhere else to live. Oh, I see. I'm being kicked out now, am I? I served my purpose all these years. Now you don't need me anymore. He wants to get rid of me. Ah, I don't want to get rid of you, but, well, I mean, you won't want to live here with us, will you? You'll be able to take that bachelor flat you've always been on about. You're not thinking of bringing her back here. Yes, till we both sell up and go down to Cornwall. You're not bringing her back here. Why not? You and that woman upstairs in my mum's bedroom. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not standing for that. What are you talking about? I can't stop you getting married, but I'll stop you bringing another woman into this house. I'd sooner burn it down. This is my mother's house. Haven't you got no respect at all? Your mother's been dead 30 years. <laughs> Anyone would think I'd only just put her away. You may have forgotten her, but I haven't. She was my mother, remember? How am I supposed to feel? You, my dad, upstairs, in my mother's bed with another woman. She'll be my wife. It'll be all church and holy. There's going to be nothing funny about our arrangements. Yeah. In 30 years, I ain't done nothing against your mother's memory. I haven't forgotten her. I paid £2.12 and six every year to have a grave kept up. Who paid for the headstone? You didn't. I did. She would have been unmarked if it had been left up to you. And it's me what puts the dahlias in the vase on her birthday. You, you never set a foot round here. It's in January. I can't go out in January. I never go anywhere in January. It creases me, January does. She wouldn't expect it. Wouldn't it have meant more to her? knowing that it was you up there with the old clippers keeping the grass down <laughs> instead of someone paid to do it now what do you do as soon as she's gone you're bringing strange birds back here i don't call 30 years as soon as she's gone 30 years it could have been yesterday you see dad i remember her i loved your mother you said you loved this one. Well, I do. I love both of them. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> oh, it might be very convenient whilst you're down here alive, chopping and changing your affections. But what happens when you get up there? <laughs> Which one are you going to go with? <laughs> you can't go with both of them. They don't allow that sort of thing up there, mate. <laughs> oh, they're very particular up there. The vicar said it was all right. Yeah, thousands of people get married twice, three times. Look, mate, you carry on. But just remember, when you're sitting in here in the evening with your new lady love, holding hands and giggling, just remember that my mum will be up there somewhere watching you. So will Emma's old man. They'll be company for each other. <laughs> I don't know what you're going on about. Your mother and me had an agreement. Whichever of us went first, the other one was free to get married again. My mother wouldn't have got married again. She wouldn't have brought other men back here. My mother was a lovely woman. Take that back. Take your hands off me. You ain't fit to mention her name. She was a good, honest woman. Let me go. Oh, I'll get the police on you. Mind me soon. Apologise. I will not. Oh, here it is. You take a good look at it. My mum's photograph. 
Apologize, go on. Get down on your knees and ask for forgiveness. I want to tell you something. Look at her. Apologize to her. Apologize to my mother. Apologize. That ain't your mother. I was trying to tell you it's your sister. Is that her? Yeah. That's her. Apologise then, go on. Apologise. Apologise to her face. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ask for forgiveness. You're hurting me, Arnold. Ask for forgiveness. Forgive me. Forgive me. For being. For being. A dirty old man. <laughs> I am not. Oh, 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 don't, don't. All right, all right. For, for being a dirty old man. <laughs> I'll get you for this. And for desecrating your memory. I'll get you stow up. Oh, <laughs> desecrating our memory. Let, let me let, let me go. And in the future, I will respect your memory and honour your name in a way becoming to a Sunday school teacher. <gasps> I will, I will. And I swear to turn away from me, this woman, and not to take unto myself any other woman for as long as I shall live. Never, never. Yeah. Oh, you're hurting me arm. Yes, all right. And I shall look after your son, Harold, and I shall have his dinner ready when he comes home from work every night. Yeah, all right. Yes, yes. What? You can go then, but get out of my sight. <laughs> Now then, the other foot, that sword down. Someone will get hurt. Ah, the boots on the other foot now. Keep away. Oh, no. I'll take it all back. Quit now. I'm not going to give her up. I'm going to get married. Don't come near me. I'll oh, no. get your head off. <laughs> I'll go to bed. I've said my bit. It is up to you now. From now on, it's a matter between you and your conscience. Good night. And take your teeth out. You nearly choked last night. <laughs> oh, it's a lovely picture. Here, the frame wants polishing up a bit, though. Here, <gasps> yeah, that's real silver. Why couldn't it have been you and me? What did he have to come along and spoil it for? God, I don't have to look at your ugly backside till tomorrow. And you. <laughs> what have you got there? It's your favourite. Steak and kidney pudding. Oh, oh, oh yes, that's more like it. Oh, that smells good. Ah, oh, this is more like it. You see, all that unpleasantness could have been avoided. Mm. Oh, that's very good. Hell, you surpassed yourself. Oh, I didn't know you could cook like this. Beer, son? Huh? Oh, mm. thank you. Oh, yes. You see, you can do it when you try. It's very tasty. Mm. Have a good day. Yeah, oh, fair. Very fair. I picked up 
A nice Victorian brass bedstead. Oh, they're good. They're very much in demand. You get a good price on that. You did very well there. Oh, and uh, I got hold of a uh, half a roll of lino. I do very well in your bedroom. There's a few holes in it, but it'll cut up very well. Hmm. Here, aren't you eating? Oh, uh, this is very good. Yeah. Uh, mine won't be a minute. Here you are, Albert. Here's yours. Who's this? This is Mrs. Marshall. So that's it. No, 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 don't get up. Oh, so you're Albert's little boy, Harold. Oh, I've heard ever so much about you. Now sit down and finish your dinner. You cooked this, didn't you? Yes. Then I don't want it. Ah, oh, I'll don't be like that. No, I don't want it. It's lousy. You call that steak and kidney pudding? Well, didn't I cook it the way you like it? No, you didn't. Oh, well, how do you like it cooked then? Like my mum used to cook it. Now, she could cook a steak and kidney pudding, she could. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't even boil an egg. Don't you start, then. <laughs> you stay out of this. My mother was a lovely woman. What have you done with her photograph? You put her away again. Look, you don't hide photographs, you old twit. You put them up there where you can look at them. Look, Harold, may I see it? Oh, all right, then. Oh, uh, when, uh, uh, I mean, how long has she been a... Uh, 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 she has been asleep for 30 years. Oh. Oh, she looks very pretty. Yes, she was. It was too good for him. She was the best look around here, she was. I remember when she used to take me shopping down the high street. Oh. How proud I was. All the men used to turn around and look at her. Yeah. I can remember when... Now you shut your mouth. You're obscene, you are obscene. No, 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 Harold. That's no way to speak to your father. No, you don't know him like I do. He's evil. He's a nasty, evil little man. Harold, with or without your approval, I intend to marry your father. Quite right. And I will not stand by and hear you talk to him like that. After all, he is your father. That's never been proved, neither. There he goes again. There's many insinuations against my mother. Albert, oh, Albert, now be quiet. Now be quiet. You leave this to me. This is my house. Albert. I'm entitled to have me say. You only make things worse. Now be quiet. He's only doing this deliberately, trying to blacken my character in front of you. Oh, no, nonsense. He's just very attached to his mother. It's quite natural. I think it's very nice. Attached to his... I never mentioned his mother before. He got a mix up with his auntie yesterday. No, I didn't. Now, Albert, stop provoking the boy. Now, leave him alone. Oh, I see. So you're on his side. No, I'm not on his side. Yes, you are. You're on his side. You're taking his side against me. You're ganging up on me. I'm oh. wrong again. I'm always wrong. I can't do anything right. I can't. I might as well be dead. As soon as I say anything, I get accused of being vicious. Well, you do say some very nasty things to the boy, and it's a side of you I haven't seen before, and I can't say I'm impressed. Oh, I see. Criticism. Him now, is it? That's a good start, ain't it? Well, let me tell you, Mrs. I didn't stand any old buck from me first, wife, and I ain't standing any from you. Oh, raise me voice as high as I like in my own house. Oh, you're just an ill man at loud, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm proud of it. I think I can understand what Harold's mother went through now. Well, I don't have to go through with it. You're not putting me in an early grave. Well, your old man didn't last long, did he? You saw him off, didn't you? I do not think there is any point in continuing this conversation. There is nothing to be gained by my stopping here. <laughs> Wait a minute, Emma. Don't go. I, I didn't mean to upset you. I got carried away. I, I just get fed up with being told off. What about all the plans we made? 
Our little cottage in Cornwall, my chickens, your flower garden. We can't let a little quarrel change everything. Well, you said some very artful things, Albert. I'm sorry, Emma. I didn't mean nothing. I didn't mean all them things I said about you. Truthfully. Of course I didn't. Oh. <laughs> Not even that bit about mutton done up like lamb. <laughs> Who said that? He did, this morning, when we were talking about you. <gasps> did you say that about me? Oh, yes. No, well, I, uh, if I did, I didn't mean it like that. Well, just how did you mean it? Well, I just meant that I... Uh, oh, go blimey. <laughs> well, if you are mutton done up like lamb, what does it matter? It's not important at our age, well, is it? I wouldn't want you to be disappointed. I'd like you to get your money's worth. What are you talking about? You're getting sensitive in your old age, aren't you? Oh, there you go again, old age. Well, if I can't say anything about you picking holes in it, I might as well keep my mouth shut. Yes, I think you should. Oh, I see. That's how it's going to be, is it? The bossy type. Oh. What I can do without that, thank you. I never put up with it before, and I ain't going to start now. I'll thank you to give me my ring back. You can have it back. Take it. And what about the deposit on the cottage? I paid that. Oh, yeah, so you did. Would you, would you care to give that pie a push with your elbow over this way? That's right. Eat up. Enjoy a good Thank meal you. while you can. It'll be your last for a long time. What pity you. I pity you having to stay in the same house with him. He'd be better off here than he would have been with you. At least he's allowed to open his mouth. Oh. Go on, clear off. We don't want you here. Oh, don't bother to see me out. Oh, not don't you? You can find your own way across the yard. I must have been mad. Wanted to marry a common ragabone. A common I wouldn't bother, Dad. Let her go. Oh, you're well out of debt. Oh, you nearly got stuck with it for life, didn't you? Yeah, I saw through her the moment I met her. She must have thought she was dealing with a man. Yeah, I mean, they're all the same. But you was too shrewd for her, wasn't you? I wanted you. You had her number, didn't you? Oh, yes, you stuck up for yourself there, all right. Oh, well, you, you got to, ain't you? You can't let them tread all over, yeah? Well, of course not. Hey, Harold, I don't remember saying she was mutton done up like lamb. <laughs> don't you? No. I thought you did. No, I don't remember. I could have sworn you did. I must have misheard you. Uh, did she uh, make any pudding before she went? Yeah. A strawberry flan. I'll go and get it then. I'm sure I didn't say she was nothing done up like lamb. Still, she was. I think I'll try around a new house in a state tomorrow. Good idea. Is it? A load of stuff round there. Oh, yeah. Hercules has been going like a bomb lately. Has he? Yeah, he's no bother at all. Good. Here, have some of this. Oh, yes. That horse has been different again lately. Must be those new oats we we're feeding him dead. Yeah? Yeah. I know where I can get a sponge rubber mattress for three quid. Oh, it'd fit nice on your bed. Really? Oh, yeah. Better than that old thing you got. I'll bite for your bed in the morning. A present. Well, if you're going to stay here, you might as well be comfortable, mightn't you? Oh, yeah. 
Did you notice her legs? <laughs> Whose legs? Oh, Mother Marshall's. Yeah. Cool, blimey. Get one of those across you. We can get up an alley. <laughs> been listening to Wilfred Bramble and Harry H. Corbett as Steptoe and Son, with Joan Newell as Mrs. Marshall. Written by Ray Galton and Alan Simpson. Adapted by Gail Pedrick and produced by Bobby J. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Step to and Son. That funny old pair. They are strange, but they are very funny, I have to say. Don't forget, I will be back here tomorrow night, 6pm GMT, with some more fabulous stories to help you drift off to sleep, potentially, if you're in the UK, or it might be helping you drive across the States if you are elsewhere, although I hope you're not working on a Sunday. Whatever you were doing, then don't forget to join me. Like I say, you can check out my podcast page, patreon.com forward slash foxyafterdark. Can't wait to catch up with you all tomorrow night. In the meantime, stay safe, guys. Always be kind. Love you all.